This is Austin Schur here with We Write About Music, and today I'm speaking with Caroline Park. She has just shared her newest single and album, but the single we're going to be talking about today is called Don't Look Back. I'm super excited to talk to her all about it, and Caroline, I want to thank you so much for coming on today. How are you doing? Very good. Thank you for having me. How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic, and just enjoying this hot day while you're freezing your butt off up north, seems yeah. like. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You mentioned you were in Canada, correct? Yeah, so we're just at the at the freezing mark today. So. Just at the freezing mark, no big yeah. deal. None of the <laughs> snow is melting today. We still have okay. a big bank of snow on one side on the north side of the road that is <laughs> probably a couple weeks away from being being gone. Lovely. Well, I hope it melts away and you can get into you know the spring summertime. Yes, our 90, <laughs> 90 day growing season. Lovely. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah. well, I want to hop right into it here. You have this new song called Don't Look Back, which is part of a bigger album. And I have a million questions to ask, but the first thing I really want to know about is, what is it about? What does this specific song mean to you? Well, that's a loaded question <laughs> for any songwriter. Right? Totally. You know, okay, it, it, can be, it can be general. It can be, you know, you don't have yeah. to spill, spill the secrets, but. Well, it's like, what version of the truth should I reveal today? True. Right? gotta be mysterious also yeah no it, it, it's about it's about me looking back uh on past relationships you know sure. so i am married with with children i've been married for 10 years but um i i was thinking about not just myself i suppose but people in general and how sometimes they they reflect back and then they play that what if game and it kind of like detracts from your current existence and how sure. it, it, it's a slippery slope to play that game so uh, the chorus is, my wish for you is don't look back haunted and lonely. Right. So. I, I think that's, I mean, for anyone that listens, obviously you wrote this because it was a personal experience, yeah. but anyone can interpret it any way they want. I think that's also just a good thing to have in the back of your mind as a human. You yeah, know, you can't well, dwell on the I want to just be a real person. Like I'm not going to claim to be a perfect person. I am yeah. married and yeah, sometimes I think about the past and then I'm thinking, <laughs> You know what I was, <laughs> I just want that person. I just hope that they don't look back and have regrets. Like I want them to be living their best life today. They are married with children too. Okay. And so I was just thinking about that person. I thought, you know what? I really hope they don't look back haunted by what could have been or what didn't happen or whatever. Cause you know, sure. I bet you they're not because he's a man and men are like, they move on. Right. Girls are like, I wouldn't be so sure about that. Like I guess it depends how sensitive you are. Girls like to to rethink things, you know, a little bit. So I guess that was just a recycle thing. And I was like, I'm going to write one, write a song about that. I understand. Well, let's hope that if this specific person hears the song, might take the hint. But, yeah. you know, obviously we yeah. don't need to call out any names here. Yeah, it's just saying, <laughs> you know what, there, there's beauty in the world and we had it and now we don't. And I hope you're living a good life. Yeah, I think that's a great way to just end that right there. Yeah. I, yeah. I do want to know, though, obviously, this this album was recently released. Is it a series or like a collection of individual songs with individual stories? Or did you write it for like an overarching message from start to finish? Well, so I just write all sorts of songs. So most of these were written when I was doing my Western album. OK. Um, and then 
when I lined up all the songs for my Western album, I kind of picked through and I was going to do a, a two, two album release. Oh, wow. Because I, I felt like there were two themes going on. For sure. And eventually I just cut out all the emotional girly stuff and left the Western <laughs> and released the Western album because I really like promoting Western album. It's yeah. like super uh, cut and dry, right? Like there's totally. nothing complicated about it. So this is a collection of feminine reality stuff. And I was less enthusiastic about releasing that kind of content just because it is so much more revealing and personal, you know, whereas it's fun to just write fun Western songs people can enjoy and you don't have to answer any tough questions about it. But like there are a couple songs on here about, you know, parents in the trenches sure, uh, doing the same. I don't know if you can imagine doing the same thing every single day for like, 10 years, 15 years and, and having <laughs> your, the carrot that's being dangled in front of you doesn't even taste good. And it's, it, it, you're, you can't eat it for at least 20 years, you know, yeah. like that's your reward. Right. I understand that. It is very, um, like I always wanted to have a family and now I'm in the trenches and I'm like, wow, it's a lot of work. Yeah. And it's, beautiful but yeah there are some days where i do nothing for myself it's all for other people but i obviously do some stuff for myself because i've sure. up enough time to release music so no i was gonna say i mean i i'll speak just you know from from honesty is yeah. i don't ha- i don't have kids i the closest that i've ever gotten i was, I was a camp counselor for like 10 years so right. you know I know what it feels like for very short durations to right. deal with 15 kids who you're responsible for, Yeah, you know, like sleepaway camp, not just like day camps. Okay. So yeah, that's it a, definitely gives you perspective. Oh my God. Yeah. Especially as like a 16 year old who's like, I don't want to, but it, it makes you grow up. You're like, ah, you know, I don't really like this kid. He's a pain in the pain in the ass, but he's not going to die on my watch. So I have to care a little bit. Right. Yeah. Um, And for you, now that, you know, this is your life and you're living it, the fact that you've been able to carve out time to do this and make music and actually, you know, like you're a person with feelings and emotions, you should be able to do what makes you happy. I think motherhood would be a lot easier if I had zero needs whatsoever. (laughs) Yeah, but you're a human. So that's kind of the problem. The really beautiful thing is like, I I went to put my boys to uh, to bed the other night and they were both laying in their beds and I go in the center and I give them each a kiss and uh, they were singing one of my songs. Okay. But that's the best thing that could possibly. And it wasn't the chorus. They started with the first verse. Like they know all they're four and six years old and they know all my lyrics. And I'm just like, okay, that makes it really worth it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God, you're going to make me cry over here. That's amazing. Yeah, totally. It's, I mean, it's one thing for you, imagine like, you know, these huge mainstream artists selling out arenas and people singing their music back to them. But I feel like your situation is a little bit more meaningful somehow. Like well, your, think- your kids can completely disregard what you're doing, but they actually have taken an interest. Yeah. Yeah. It's really, it's really neat. I love that. How long did it take you to put this together from start to finish? Well, I had half of it done uh, when I released my other album last July. Oh, wow. Okay. So then I just kind of, it was kind of like a fall winter project. So I worked on it October, November, December, January. It was kind of finalized. And then I did the album design. The front cover was uh, designed by a gentleman over in Europe. Cool. Yeah, he's a radio announcer. And I kind of, so he's on my subscribers list. 
Sure, sure. I emailed my subscribers and I gave them two mock-ups. And uh, I said, here, I'm read I'm designing my album and I want to engage with my people. Right? Yeah, that's what you're supposed and to do. So he wrote back and he says, well, my wife says I have no tax, so take this with a grain of salt. But both of your album covers are rubbish and here's why. <laughs> And I was like, really? Excuse so me. Okay. I kind of like put down the mouse and then I took a breath and I was like, that was rude. But let's hear why. Yeah. And I, I read, I read his, and you know what? He was bang on. So I replied and I said, thanks for your feedback. I think you're right. And this is my backup photo. What do you think of this? And he replied with this very basic design that is easy to recognize yeah. the artist, the name, the title of the album. Everything you like, need. Yeah, like, you know, why am I complicating it with funny font and... Being sure, funny? sure. So, yeah, I was really happy that he, like, he did not have to take the time to do that. Absolutely not. I so, I think that's kind of a good thing, as rude as it may have felt in the moment. There's too yeah. many yes men out there that yeah. are just going to tell you the truth to put a smile on your fa face, but there's yeah. not enough, there's not enough straight up, like, this isn't good. Yeah. Yeah, he just he just said both of those are bad, and I was like, "That's not what that." Don't <laughs> but I worked so hard. Exactly, you, know, right? right? you got to be a little bit, you know. But no, I I I totally wrote him back, and we had uh, quite a conversation, and we ended up having two video chats. Wow! Later on to talk about different things. So, anyhow, I did design the back cover. Okay, I like that too. That was one of the mock-ups <clears throat> for the front cover. But anyhow, and then here's the centerpiece, and then there's Love like it. a cute <clears throat> lyric insert. Cute. So you can go through since I'm a songwriter. I have all my lyrics in here. So it's like eight pages of words. Very cool. That's the best when artists do that because half the time you don't know what they're saying. Most people don't want to buy a CD. Do you know what I mean? Like, why would you buy a CD when you can download it? So I thought if, if I want to get yes, people no. my CD, it's nice to have like. <clears throat> A little extra something, right? And and I when people agree. order these in the mail, like I mail them out, I always put a, a handwritten letter, and I've been putting That's little so nice. magnets in it and stuff. You know, just I might as well just ask you now instead of saving it for the end. Oh, where can people where can people buy these CDs? Oh yeah, on you have my a website, website, Bandcamp, or yeah, I have both. I have Bandcamp, and my, my personal website is CarolineParkMusic.com. Perfect. Well, we will have it all linked at the bottom of the article so people can check it out and purchase. Awesome. Um, I do kind of want to get a little insight into your process. You mentioned that you're a songwriter, which I'm not surprised because so much of your music is just like imagery filled lyricism. Is that how you start all of your music? Is it always start with a line or do you, you know, kind of noodle around on the guitar? Yeah, I, I usually have to have the guitar in my hands. Sometimes I have okay. like three words that I'm like, hmm, that could be a, you know, something let's play with that. And usually I have to just feel it. Sure. And I don't, sometimes I don't even have a melody. And then as it, it literally all happens at the same time, because I've had people ask like, is it words first or melody first? And I'm like, you guys are so linear. Like it's just <laughs> it's all nothing. It's right. a tidal wave. Yeah. Yeah. I, I actually sometimes as cheesy as it might sound, I feel like every song has already been written. And we are just the interpreters from above. That's not incorrect. I mean, you think there's hundreds and I mean, literally thousands of songs coming out per day from people that you'll either never heard here or, you know, your favorite artists. They can't all be the same. There's only so many chord progressions in the world. Like, That's give me a break. And there's already, yeah. there's so many stories that someone can tell. 
but I think the unique kind of like, and I've used this word overarching, but specific stories that people can relate to or interpret for themselves, yeah. those are the best because it leaves everything up to interpretation. It's not, you know, cut and dry. Well, I've, I've gone like out of curiosity, I've gone on websites for like, learn how to be a songwriter sure. and stuff like that. And one of the, one of the tips that they gave was to find a song that you like and then change the words. Sounds and I was like, yeah. and so I've kind of disregarded all songwriting workshops from going, going forward. Sure. I, just, I think that's just completely horrible advice. Good idea. Actually. I'd never even well, considered. I just, it would, yeah. It, this is the thing for songwriters. It would never even occur to me to find a song that I already like, change it a little bit and then change the storyline. I'm just like, they, they said to change the melody slightly. Sure. And I just thought, wow, this is, this is really rudimentary for somebody who has no original Anyhow, I should sure. not speak so negatively, but I just thought okay. that was crazy, crazy advice to be giving people. No, I, I fully agree. It's pretty out there. Yeah. Um, I mean, going along the lines of that, though, do you find that you're pulling from influences? Like, do you do you kind of make the music that you like to listen to in your free time? In a in a in an ideal perfect world, every song that I write would be "Tall Tall Trees" by Alan Jackson, or you know, okay, something like sure, Merle sure, Haggard, right? Yeah, Merle, Merle Haggard. It's like you know, eight. What is it? Six, six syllables and a six pack. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, if I could, I would probably write all songs like that. But with this album, I kind of like let it go, and I let go of genre, and I let go of Core structures and I let go of four lines in a verse, four lines sure. in a chorus, because that's those are those songs are like super easy. Yeah. I've written dozens of them and they're just like a dime a dozen, blah 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 blah. But sometimes so, the best songs are the easiest songs. They the are things, because, they, yeah, you have to take your listener into account. Not everyone is trying to get into like time signatures and, and this and that. Like they just want easy, consumable music. Yeah. Yeah, I did one called Stroll With Me. It was like, it, I wrote it in 20 minutes. It's, there's a couple repeats it, and it's, it turned out to be the best, the best song on my whole album. That was That's awesome. in my 2020 album, uh, The Road. Do you so, foresee yourself ever experimenting with your sound? Well, I did. So uh, there's a song on here. Number five is called Lanterns. Okay. And so it, I feel like it kind of has a chorus, but not really. It, it's like three <laughs> or four different songs okay all mashed together and it just it, it it has this you know repeat repeat you know chord progression and then it goes to a whole different chord progression and it's a two chord wonder for a little while and then it goes back to this different version of the first version and i i, I really did not follow the keep it simple formula or the 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 verse chorus verse chorus formula not at right. all so i don't know that um that song just feels like a snowball just rolling down a hill. Why do you think you took the chance doing it on that song? Um, and there may not be an answer. I just like to know because it was evolving. And you were just like, gonna go evolving. for it. I was like crying, you know, the whole like half <laughs> sure, the sure. song. I realized it was about me. I thought I was writing about my daughter, the, the first verse. Sure. Or for the first section and then I I went on to the next section and I was like I don't even know what I'm doing here but I'm just gonna let it unfold because it was just an evening alone you know like all the sure. kids are in bed and I'm like 
doing my thing. I sit in my mommy chair and I got my tea cart table next sure, to me. Sure, sure. And I got my little cup of wine. And oh, yeah. Yeah, like I just kind of stay in my little groove, right? So I sometimes you don't know where it's going. And like the one song, uh, The Best That I Can, that was that was a joke. I didn't expect that to be a real song. Like I, ha- I had a really depressing phone call with my girlfriend who's in a hard state and I said yeah that sucks you know she just needs empathy right and I'm like you know you're just in a really tough spot and it sucks and it's been sucking for a few years now and I'm sorry I wish I could I wish I could change change it for you and so I hung up the phone and I thought that sucks (laughs) and so I I just wrote yeah I just was like I wrote a song for parents that are in hard having a hard time and so then the chorus is like uh mantra of positive um self-talk right yeah this is like mummy mental health right (laughs) listen there's a there's a subset of genres for everyone anyone can listen to a song and find some like healing in it and i feel that now this person has a song literally written about them which has to be one of the coolest things ever i i I don't think she's gonna listen to it (laughs) (laughs) what you're not gonna send it and say hey you inspired this um I, I would. I would. I it was I the first yet. person I sent it to. <laughs> oh, but all right, maybe one day. Maybe one day when the times are bad, say, so, "Hey, I wrote the song for you two years ago, or whatever." Yeah, that's and, right. Yeah. Um, are you playing shows, or is that something that you'd like to do or want to do? I would like to, but yeah. I live so far out in the country, it's like ridiculous. Mm. So I have one show booked this summer in the middle of June, and it's an hour from here. Okay. So I'm, I'm going to go, there's a steak night. So I'm going to play for people and I get a portion of their steak fee. Cool. That sounds awesome. Will yeah, it be your so, first time performing or is, have you done? No, like I've performed at like jamborees and stuff, okay. but quite often those um, have questionable sound. And so yeah. I, I'm not like <laughs> racing to go there. You know what I, I mean? I understand. So that. yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to having a paid gig. And yeah. having control over the sound equipment, that's nice. Yes. And and not having to share the stage with people <laughs> that I don't want to share the stage with. I love that. Have you thought about a set list? Have you thought about maybe throwing some covers in there? Anything yeah, like that? I have a cover CD. Uh, Ew. So okay. I think of all old, like, uh, 1970s country music. So, awesome. yeah, I got all the backtracks. So I can do, I'm going to do a set of piano backtracks playing okay. the fiddle. Because that's Love what down-home people like. Yeah. And then I'm going to do a set of karaoke where I'm singing my songs with my backtrack. So it's Perfect. like a full band sound. Yeah. And then once everyone's done their steak and it's kind of a coffee and dessert time, then I'm going to do acoustic, like finger picking and just that's quiet awesome. it down. So, yeah, I got it all planned out. Very cool. Well, I know that you're far, but hopefully you can get to like some other bigger venues i suppose like i don't know what what's the closest major city to you would you say it's three hours away all right well the opportunity has to be good for you to get out there yeah like i i'm i'm more looking forward to this uh summer road trip that me and my husband and the kids are supposed to do down through the states so that'll be fun yeah i want to get playing at coffee shops and stuff so do it plan it out i'm sure people will be more than happy to have you yeah um Caroline, I have one more question to ask you. And before I ask, I just want to thank you so much for your time. This has been great. Uh, My question is basically for the person that is going to discover you from this and for the person that is going to listen to you for the first time, 
what is an opening message that you'd like to say to them? Oh boy. Hmm. Well, I'm authentic and um, I told my husband, I don't, I don't do it for the money. I do it because I literally feel uh, called to, to do it. And like with conviction, some songs that I write, I don't know why I write them, but I, I feel, I feel like I'm meant to do this and I enjoy every second of it. And I hope that the songs uh, encourage you and help you through your days. I have quite a few songs that are for encouragement. So I think that's a fantastic answer. And I want to thank you so much again for taking the time. Um, I'd love for you to shout out your music one more time and just give a reminder as to where people can find it or purchase it or listen to it. Sure, it's on my website at carolineparkmusic.com. And my last name Park has an E on the end. And I also have a band camp. And as well, I have a very active YouTube channel. So if you feel like watching lyric videos or fun videos, I have a lot of like homemade um, music videos on there. Perfect. Like I said, we're going to have links to everything so people can choose to go wherever they'd like. But Caroline, I am personally invested at this point. I can't wait to see what else comes out. If you ever come down to Los Angeles and you're playing a show or anything like that, don't be a stranger. Please do. Please do. Have an amazing rest of your day and we will chat soon. Sounds great. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye. See ya. Bye.